Welcome to Step Monsters, a podcast all about the highs and lows of step parenthood. I'm Elise, and this is Bailey. We're two friends bonded by this crazy stepmom world. Hey, ladies, welcome back. We are super excited to talk with you all today. Our topic today is going to be everything back to school related. When we polled our Instagram audience earlier this week, a lot of you were having issues around back to school. So we have a lot to go through and we'll try to get through it as efficiently as possible. However, I do have actually a funny story to tell you, Elise, before we dive into back to school if you're down. I'm totally down. I'm always down for a good story. Oh, this is so cringy for me. Um, (laughs) So I was at the orthodontist earlier this week because I'm going to get Invisalign to just like, because, you know, I want to have braces for a second time in my life. But I was in the waiting room, and in the waiting room, there's this woman, like, two chairs away from me, and she has a mask on and a hat, so I can really only see, like, a small part of her face, and I'm looking at her, and to myself, I'm like, oh my gosh, that is totally the bio mom. That's my husband's ex-wife, and she kind of makes, like, awkward eye contact with me a couple times, so I'm like, oh shit, it's definitely her, but I wasn't, like, 100% sure, so I didn't want to like say anything be like hi hi hello hello super awkward so I just kind of like uh, sat there awkwardly for a couple minutes and I actually <laughs> took a picture of like her legs and I sent it to my stepdaughter I was like is this your mom <laughs> and she she said there's absolutely a good chance that that could be my mom she had like the same shoes same like style of hair and I'm fairly certain their mom has that exact hat that this lady was wearing so I'm sitting there and I'm convincing myself I'm like it's definitely her and I am a total asshole if I don't say anything because, like, we're cordial, but, I mean, if we saw each other, like, from across the grocery store, we wouldn't, like, go towards each other to talk, but we would say hi if we were close enough. And so, anyways, before I leave, I'm like, I have to say something because I don't want it to come back and bite me later if all of a sudden she's like, yeah, I saw her at the orthodontist and she didn't even say hi to me. So, I go up to her and I said, hey, are you so-and-so and And the lady goes no definitely not and of course as soon as she talks I know it's not her because like she just has a recognizable voice and the first thing that flies out of my mouth is oh thank god I thought you were my husband's (laughs) ex-wife oh my god what did she make a comment after you said that she was like definitely not you can breathe a sigh of relief I was like oh Jesus Bailey could you be just more awkward and of course other people in the waiting room are looking at me like really really come on get out of here like what are you doing so anyways I was so embarrassed my stepdaughter was like thank you so much this story made my day (laughs) honestly and just to backtrack why do we have to be the ones to initiate like are we obligated in some sort of way since we're the stepmom we're not and the funny thing is is my stepdaughter actually said the same thing because I was sitting there having a mild panic attack about whether or not I should say hi if it was her and my stepdaughter said back to me you know she can say hi too, and if she actually recognizes you, she can actually proactively say something. I'm like, ah, oh, yeah, you're right. True. It doesn't have to just be me. Yeah, that's so funny. You were stressing. Were you like sweating? <laughs> I was sweating. I was texting my husband. I was texting my stepdaughter. Why I'm did like, you not I'm, text me? I, I would know. have enjoyed this. You couldn't have helped me. <laughs> well, you never know. Yeah, that's true. Well, I'm um, glad that you made it through unscathed. I made it through unscathed, but very cringy moment for me. Anyways, so back to school. (laughs) Hopefully most of you have already, the kids are back in school and uh, you you got through the first wave of all the stuff that is back to school. That's insanity. Back to school is always crazy. This year too, my stepson is a senior and 
we and he were all wildly unprepared for school to come. I feel like it just totally snuck up on us. So the day before school, I'm like, hey, dude, do you, do you need like school supplies or anything? And he's like, nah, I'm all right. I'm like, do you have a backpack? And he's like, no. He's like, I'm going to ask my sister if I can borrow one of hers. So he borrows one of hers. And I asked him, are you going to put anything in the backpack? Are you just going to go to school with an empty backpack? I'm like, how about, should I give you some like loose leaf paper or do you want a folder or like pencil? And so he takes some loose leaf paper for me, but he said he didn't need school supplies. And then of course, when he goes to his mom's a couple days later, she takes him back to school shopping for school supplies. Like she probably thinks we're so lazy and so awful. I, the back to well, school now, supply thing is always has always been weird for me. Well, and now meeting him and spending the weekend with you guys, I totally see his like laissez faire personality, and it's so funny. He's hysterical. He is hysterical. He just there was an episode that I mentioned at one point. He knows we have a podcast, but he legitimately doesn't care. And it's not because he's like, you know, just super cool. It's legitimately because he's 17 years old and does not care about anything that does not directly involve him. And I think now you've experienced that firsthand. Totally. So back to school shopping. We typically, over the years, aside from this year, obviously, we would always offer to split back to school costs back when they were younger. And of course, like school supplies were a big deal. And there were these giant lists from teachers that said you have to get 100 things and, you know, bring some for home and bring some to school. That was totally crazy. Usually, whoever they were with prior to going back to school, if they were with us the weekend before and they started on a Monday, we would take responsibility for the back to school shopping and vice versa. And when the kids were younger, they definitely did my husband and his ex-wife like a true up if the school supplies ended up being really expensive because technically for us we're responsible for 75 percent of costs related to the kids and she's responsible for 25 percent so oftentimes she would say all right here's how much i spent and then my husband would have to pay her back for that amount so normally their mom just takes them shopping and then sends us the receipt and we reimburse her i think it's easier that way I think it's totally easier that way. Just let one parent take care of it and don't be like us and allow your stepkid to say, no, I don't need any school supplies because then you look like so lazy when he actually goes back to his mom's and she has to go buy him school supplies when he was with us all weekend. Or maybe he even, what if he had just told her that like, oh no, I'm good. I, I don't need anything. And then he shows up at school with nothing and he's like, uh, just kidding. I actually need stuff. That's probably more likely what happened if we're being totally honest. <laughs> The other thing, so once they actually get back to school, I know one of the things that happens early on is usually the first day of school, a lot of parents are big on like first day of school pictures and I know there's registration that needs to happen before that. I don't know about you, but as far as registration and getting classes picked as they get older, I've never been involved in that. I've always just kind of stepped back and let my husband and his ex handle that. And I feel like if anybody were to ask me, is should you do that? Should you be uninvolved? I would say, assuming you're not a full-time stepmom, I would say disengage there if you can. Just let the parents figure it out. It's a stressful, weird, awkward thing anyways. There's a to-do list a million miles long, and I have been blissfully unaware of everything that actually goes into all of that. Has that been the same for you? Same. I'm not involved with anything for registration. I used to do to go with my husband to take pictures like first day of school and send them off and say good luck. But as they get older, that's like they don't want to do that anyways. I don't think anyone you have to force honestly when your kids are teenagers to get them to do any sort of photo. So no, we just 
we kind of let them do their thing. Yeah, the photo, when they were in middle school, I went one time to the whole first day of school. We, like, picked a location and took photos, and it was so uncomfortable. I told myself, I'm never doing this again. So I never did it again. I never went. It was just my husband and his ex-wife. But the last couple of years with my stepson, because, like I said, he's a senior in high school now, that actually hasn't even happened. So I, He's so embarrassed by it, I'm sure, and is like, just stop stop taking pictures of me. I don't want to go. I don't want to do it. You're embarrassing. So we have thankfully, I think, passed that whole awkward first day of school pictures situation. But I was totally fine also not going. I mean, of course, I want to see the pictures when my husband gets back, but I don't need to be there. It's just not not a situation that I want to put myself in. Yeah, completely agree. It's super awkward. And honestly, I just don't want to have to be involved in the planning or coordinating. I just want to do my own thing. So And now with our son, he's on the first day of school also. So it's really more about me just taking pictures of him. And um, now that he's little still and loves me. That's cute. So that's fun. You can do it yourself. uh, Yeah, totally. So what about emergency contact forms? I think we talked about this on a prior episode. Mm -hmm. Or maybe it was on Instagram. Somebody had mentioned that they're not allowed to be on emergency contact forms like that's in the agreement but i've both me and our kids stepdad have always been on the emergency contact form you have yeah that we did talk about this briefly and i have never been on the emergency contact form and was actually fairly salty about it early on because it was just my husband and his ex-wife but there were a couple times where the kids were with us and needed to be picked up from school for one reason or another. My husband wasn't available and his ex-wife wasn't available. And I legitimately could not go there. It was just the two of them and I think their grandmother, so the bio mom's mom, that were on the list. And at first it really bothered me because I'm like, why would you not want me to be able to go pick up your kids? But she hated my guests at that time anyways. So that probably had something to do with it. But after a while, I'm like, I whatever, it is what it is. If, you, if they need to be picked up and neither of you are available, then you're just going to have to figure it out. I mean, well, now he's driving, so that yeah. kind of fixes that issue. So some things I feel like it's a constant, like, as they get older, it just kind of, like, fixes itself. Yeah, I totally agree. And that's – same thing goes – gosh, I, I sound like a very proudly disengaged stepmom at this point because the same goes for, like, the meet-the-teacher things. Usually, like, early in school, there's the – teacher parent teacher conferences or meet the teacher nights and I have never gone to any of those and I have no regrets about it especially early on like shortly after we started dating and their divorce was over I mean it was even miserable for my husband to be there because his ex-wife just wanted nothing to do with him and you know there's bitter feelings and angst towards each other already just because of the whole divorce and all of that so even he was miserable going, I'm like, zero chance I'm going to put myself in that situation. I'm just going to make it worse. And it's going to be awkward for me and everybody else. So I'm going to fully remove myself from that situation. I'll get the cliff notes afterwards if there's anything that I need to know about. But I've I've always been okay with that. Honestly, I went, I think, one time early on. And it's just so stressful because I know the other side doesn't like me. They don't want me there. So you know, what's the point? Like, I'm not going to add stress to my day and my life as same as you. I'll just get the information and the videos and pictures from the open house or, you know, whatever event it is. And I've never done parent-teacher conferences. That's not my place. I have no interest in it. Again, 
like, how are the kids doing? I'll just ask you when you get home and you can fill me in. Don't need to be there. Yeah, totally agree. And like I said, I mean, obviously you and I are are part-time stepmoms. We're not full-time stepmoms. So if you are a full-time stepmom or you end up with a higher custody arrangement, there would be a stronger reason for you to need to be involved in that. Or if you just end up taking a larger parenting role because, I mean, there are surely situations where I could see it being necessary. But man, if you can disengage from this all around, highly recommended. And if you can't, I would say just be there. Try to focus on the fact that you're there for your kids. Try to focus on the fact that it's important for you to hear the information firsthand and do as best you can and try to not let any weird feelings get to you. It's just, it's not worth it. 100% agree. If you're in a situation where the other co-parent isn't involved and you need to step up and be a more active role in the kid's education and what's going on at school, definitely. We have the benefit of both parents for both Bailey and I, like she said, are involved and good co-parents. Well, good co-parents for the kids. Um, So again, we have that benefit. Some may not. So kudos to those that have to take a more active role. You're doing a good job, I'm sure. Uh, Agreed. Have you ever had involvement in any issues at school? I mean, neither of my stepkids have really gotten in trouble ever. So I can't say that if there was a major issue at school, I had to be roped into anything. But I can see where if a kid was getting in trouble a lot, why a stepmom would want to be involved in that, especially if there's disciplinary things that need to happen within your home as a result of your kid getting in trouble or having issues. Honestly, our kids are so good and great students. So we are very fortunate that that we haven't had any of those issues that have ever been addressed or needed to be addressed. I have a friend of mine who's a stepmom, though, that her stepson is crazy like gets in trouble a lot they had to send him away like he got arrested I think he's 17 Um, so he's had a lot of issues and grade issues and she was involved on the back end trying to help him but she didn't get directly involved so I think that's probably the right way to do it because it creates less stress for you and your family dynamic Um, she has kids of her own as well so she had to be cognizant of okay, what do we do when he's here to make sure he's not getting in trouble and to not let his poor choices affect the rest of the family dynamic? So that would be hard. But thankfully, you know, like I said, we've not had to deal with any uh, issues like that. That would be so hard. I tend to be a little bit emotional when there is something bad happening in one house or another and I know there will be implications in my household because even though I don't have kids of my own I still am really protective of my own domain and I like my house to be my safe space so when something disrupts that because of something that happened it like rocks me to my core and I have to really be cognizant of my mindset and making sure that I'm not overreacting because I think just I feel like stepmoms in general sometimes we might over react because we already feel like we're on the defense constantly or maybe that's just me um i always feel like everyone's watching me and everyone is waiting for me to do something where someone is going to be like gotcha you did something bad so i think inherently i'm just maybe on edge more often than i i would be and that's gotten better as my stepkids have gotten older but it's definitely a thing i had my husband's attorney once tell us that you're under the microscope, especially when you're in court. So you have to be very careful of of the things that you're doing and saying. And frankly, I got tired of that. I want to live my life the way 
I live my life and I'm like you. When I feel like things are out of control, the first thing I do is I start organizing and cleaning. So like if I'm like deep cleaning or like organizing something, my husband will come up and be like, uh, what's going on? What are you stressed out about? Like he instantly knows. But that's so cute. <laughs> I know. It's totally my thing. When I feel like things are out of control, what do I have control over that I can, it's visually stimulating for me and releases stress. But anyhow, so yeah, I just got tired of living my life under a microscope and walking on pins and needles. So here we are, airing it all out. <laughs> uh, how do you feel about, so aside from these like early on school events, some of the people that message us on Instagram had talked about just having anxiety around back to school time because they know because of school events, especially if your kid's involved in like music or performing arts or sports, there's going to be more exposure to the bio mom. And a lot of people are saying that gives me a decent amount of anxiety. And we're asking, how do we handle school events? And I was fairly lucky with my stepson. He did football his freshman year, but decided that he didn't want to do that. And he did lacrosse for like a very brief minute. And we went to the games and their mom was there. And it was, for the most part, fine. But my stepdaughter, she did chorus when she was in middle school. And my husband actually played the guitar for the chorus. So every performance, my husband was like fully in and dedicated and was like going to the school beforehand and practicing. So of course I felt like my stepdaughter is in the performance and my husband is also technically in the performance. So of course I'm going to be there and of course I'm going to go. And there were a lot of them throughout her middle school time. So those were definitely awkward for me. And Towards the end, we actually started like actually sitting together because I just felt like maybe some of the awkwardness had faded a tiny bit. But at the beginning, we definitely sat way far away from each other, never went up to say hi, never acknowledged each other. And it just kind of morphed over time and I would say is is definitely continuing to get better for any other school events. Like I had said before, I hosted my stepdaughter's graduation party and her mom actually helped me plan and helped me set up and, and do some things. And then I told my stepdad that his mom is on the hook for hosting his graduation party, but I will most definitely offer to help uh, and and plan similarly. I don't know. Do you go to school events? What do you, how do you guys? Yeah. So recitals, school events, my husband, like yours, was in what was called a dad's dance for one of the recitals. Oh well, several gosh. years he did it. How so cute. yeah. And of course, like you know, I want their brother to be there for that stuff and see it. And um, so school stuff that siblings could go to, I would take him. But yeah, I think the biggest thing for me, because it definitely is stressful having to be around, and I can't imagine for the kids, like how they feel, but we would do, so if, if it was an event that we didn't have the kids afterwards, we would plan like a little date night. So we'd go to dinner or do something. So I had something to look forward to. And I think it really was for both of us because it's not just stressful for me. I'm sure it's stressful for everyone, but having something to look forward to, I think took the edge off a little bit. It's a great idea. That's a really great idea. I like that a lot. Yeah, it was fun. And, and then, reason to have a date. I mean, I'm always looking for a reason to have a date night. <laughs> My husband got me this birthday card with like little coupons that I can redeem. And one of them is just like a random date night whenever I need it. I hope a back massage is in there. A back massage is, is definitely in there. Nice. I need a coupon book. You do need a coupon can book. Can you text right. my husband and tell him I need a coupon book? I will. <laughs> I'll tell him. <laughs> what about homework? How do you guys handle homework at your house? Well, with that, I was most definitely lucky with my stepdaughter. She's one of those people that 
you've never had to ask her about her homework. You've never had to prompt her to do her homework. She just always did. And unlike me, she's not a procrastinator. So she would come home and she would do her homework and she was super studious and still is to this day. My stepson, he definitely needed more prompting with the homework. And while he was at our house, it would be you know, you have to get your homework done and you have to do that before you can go play on your computer or you can play games or play on the Xbox or whatever. And the older he gets, he's a senior now, he's got a shortened schedule and we still ask him if he has homework and usually he doesn't. And I, I mean, it's still early. We've only been like three weeks, so I haven't seen like a progress report of any kind. So I don't know what his grades look like now. So time will tell. But our rule in our house is always if you have A's and B's, you can basically have access to electronics. If you have straight A's, you can have unlimited access to an Xbox or a computer, given, you know, the fact that you're you're clearly dedicating yourself to your schooling. So we want to give them a little bit more freedom. I will tell you there's only been one time where he's actually had straight A's out of all the time that I've known him. So for the most part, it's A's and B's. And then if they get C's, then we start to talk about tampering electronic use and probably not going out during the week. And we'd lock down and get a little bit tighter about monitoring homework. But his mom thing at her house, too. Uh, She's very, I think feels like school is just as important as we do. But yeah, time time will tell here. We'll, we'll see how his progress report goes because I think I've only seen him doing homework maybe one time in the three weeks that he's been in school. Also, I just thought, because we give money for good grades, benefit of having two households, dude, rake it in. You get good double grades. Double the money. Double the money. Like, yes. hello. That's a total silver lining. That is a total silver lining. You're right. <laughs> what about communications with teachers? So I've never been a part of communications with teachers. I have a friend of mine who's actually a bio mom and her stepmom that's involved is on the communications with the teachers. And I just think it's a little ridiculous. Yeah, I that's another one of those things where I've never really been involved and I'm totally okay with that. And my husband, for the most part, is really good about telling me when there's something major that needs to be discussed. Like my my stepson has an IEP and we'll talk a little bit more about that in the next episode. But that means that, you know, he has more frequent check-ins with the parents and the teachers. And I just am, I'm never involved. I usually ask my husband, how did it go? Was there anything that I need to know? Or there, is there anything that I can do to help if he's struggling with something? And my husband has been great at communicating back to me. And I think that's, that's key in all of this disengagement because it's, I'm not disengaging because I don't want to know. I'm disengaging because I, I legitimately feel like my husband and his, his ex-wife have it handled. Absolutely. Although, funny story, we used to constantly run into this teacher that the kids had and really liked her at this Mexican restaurant we really like. And she ended up, obviously she knew I was the stepmom. She ended up adding me on Facebook and now she'll like comment on my Facebook stuff. I'm like, okay, well, that's fun. But yeah, I've still, you know, never talked to her about like education stuff. But What about, somebody mentioned on our Instagram when we reached out and asked questions, so a few interesting scenarios. What if teachers made comments to the step-parent? Like, how do you handle that? I, so that, I saw that comment and I have a hard time wrapping my brain around that. Like, how does it, teachers generally don't have a step-parent's information unless somebody gives it to them. And I've definitely heard and have seen people message us saying teachers have commented on the fact that they can tell when the kid has been with their mom that week just based on either how they dress, how they smell, how they're acting versus when they're with 
their other parent. But I have a hard time understanding, like, when, how is the teacher getting in touch with the stepmom around that? Or is it just coming through your husband or significant other? I don't other? know. I feel I like either. either way, them discussing the other household with the other parent is, like, super unethical. Yeah. I mean, like unless, just, unless there's an issue, for yeah, sure. Yeah, unless there's something, some sort of, like, major behavioral or hygiene issue that is concerning, then, of course, that is a teacher's job to report those types of things. Absolutely. But, I, yeah, again, not something that I really want to be involved in. Eh. Okay, another interesting scenario. We have one of the girls that follows us. She's a stepmom at the stepkids' school. Or she's a teacher at the stepkids' school. Does she teach her stepkids? I don't know. We should ask her. We should ask her. Either way, that's probably a little bit awkward. Unless they have a really good relationship, then I think that's totally rad. Yeah, for sure. Agreed. And then the last, well, I think we already talked about that one, actually. Um, what about volunteering? Ugh. I did volunteer one time for an event that my stepdaughter had. What was it? I think it was like one of the local, God, what are those things called? The, I want to say fair, but it's not a fair. It's like a little community event where they do rides and they have live music and like a little beer garden. And then everybody that has a business can like bring a little pop-up shop for people to shop at. She had a volunteer thing that she needed to go do to help set up for that event. And I did go with her. And her mom did not, and I don't remember if it was just because her mom couldn't or she didn't ask her or whatever the scenario was, but it was totally fine. It wasn't awkward at all, and I'm all for volunteering to help if you can. I mean, volunteer is great, generally speaking, and surely schools, given their stressful time right now, could could use all the volunteers. Um, I could see how someone could see it as overstepping. But I don't really know if I agree with that. I say if you want to volunteer and you want to contribute and you want to help out, it's not even just about your stepkid. It's about the school and the community. But I, f I feel like that's maybe going to be an unpopular opinion. That if it's something that they, and they want you to be there, that's, you know, their choice, right? If you are dead set on volunteering and the kids don't want you there, the other parent doesn't want you there, and it's just going to create more stress... There's so many other things I feel like you can volunteer on the back end at the school to help with and, you know, fulfill whatever bucket you're trying to fill up within yourself. But um, we've done, we've taken the kids like um, the Pediatric Brain Tumor Foundation. We went and volunteered. So even then, there's like things you can do as a family unit outside of school if you really are dead set on volunteering and the other parent does just doesn't want you there. Good point. I... I also know that, I mean, just speaking of volunteering in general, that my stepkid's bio mom is pretty big on volunteering. Like, I had heard she had took them to do, like, Feed My Starving Children one time, and that's a cool charity here in Arizona and a really easy way to go volunteer and make a little bit of an impact. So I definitely have felt like I, that's something that I want to do more of. Uh, if anybody has any local ideas in Arizona for volunteering and places that you could do that as a family, aside from Feed My Starving Children, I would love to hear it. Of course, we can always go do that, too. But I know she's big on that, and sometimes I'm like, damn, we should probably do more to give back. Um, I'm going to send you, there's this link, and I'm pretty sure it's nationwide. You can put your location, and if anybody else wants this, let me know. I can post it on our social, um, and it will tell you all the different volunteering stuff that you can do. It's really awesome. cool. I'll send it to you. Yeah, I would love um, Okay, last topic. 
graduations. Yeah, I so I've been through one graduation. Actually, that's not true. I've been through two eighth grade graduations and one high school graduation. The eighth grade graduations, we nobody threw out like a party at their house for, but I definitely went and everyone went and we I believe went to dinner or lunch or something afterwards all together. And, I mean, I've talked about the whole going out to eat thing altogether several times. Sometimes it's totally fine and sometimes it's really awkward. I don't really know if it's something that I do that causes it to be one way or the other, but I can't seem to nail it down. So I just – I go in with no expectations now. Um, and then Or maybe, I, maybe no one else thinks it's awkward, but you're just – you're anxious about it. My stepdaughter definitely thinks it's awkward. But <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> also be because she thinks she has anxiety around it but I don't know it's hard to not feel awkward in that situation regardless of what somebody is or isn't doing but then I had mentioned with graduations I I went and my family came too my parents at that point were invested in my stepkids just as much as I was I felt like so they came to my stepdaughter's graduation and we had friends and all of my family come to her graduation party too which like I said I had hosted at my house and her mom kind of helped decorate and helped plan all the things around that. Even imagine if I had an ex-husband, because seeing not only my husband at our one of my high school reunions, and there was a guy that I was like, he had attempted to date me in high school, and when my husband met him, he like gave him the hardest handshake, and I'm like, dude, <laughs> it's not that serious. But he actually met my long-term ex-boyfriend at my brother's wedding, and he handled it pretty well, but um, again, firm handshake. <laughs> my husband would want to beat the shit out of my long-term ex-boyfriend if he ever met him. He was a tool, but I'm pretty Oh, sure mine was, was a super nice guy, and I oh. was the one that broke up with him. So I think he, he felt a little bit better about it. Most definitely, yes. <laughs> uh, did you go to eighth grade graduations? I know both of your kids are in high school at this point, or maybe only once in high school. I don't remember. I went to the oldest eighth grade graduation. I was not able to go to the second eighth grade graduation, although I would have loved to, but it was COVID, so I'm, I'm sure it was a little different anyways. Yeah, probably different and not sucks that you weren't able to go. I feel like I would feel, I like having the choice to go. I feel like I would probably harbor some angry or feelings if I wasn't allowed to be there. I think that would feel really different, and I know there are a lot of stepmoms that are dealing with the same thing. They are not allowed to be in certain places that their bio mom is. And honestly, that breaks my heart. Like, I can't imagine putting so much time into a kid's life and then not being allowed to go to one of their major life events. I mean, I'm sure you have to just do some real internal digging to try to just be okay with it because it's essentially out of your control. But I feel like, th I feel like that would be hard. It is. I think for me, it's harder that their brother's not, you know, I'm, he's not going to go to something that I'm not allowed to go to. That's just crazy to me. So I think it's more of a, I feel for him. I feel bad for him because I'm an adult. I can get over it. I'm pretty strong emotionally. So it is what it is for me. It sucks, but I'm not going to victimize myself or self-wallow and, you know, live there. But I feel bad for him because he's just a kid and you know, he doesn't really understand or know. Yeah, so that that's, sucks. That's true. I didn't think about that. I, 
there's you have such a different perspective on that because you guys do have a kid of your own and I'm over here like you know whatever it is what it is but I didn't think about that there is other when there's other kids involved or other siblings or you even had kids of your own from a previous marriage like there's so much more to consider than just you being there or you not being there. There's other emotions and half-siblings or people that might feel like siblings that could be tied up in that. It gets super muddy and complicated. But we'll get through it. We will get through it. We well, will. So we've we've talked about a lot of things, I feel like, in a pretty, pretty brief amount of time. So I, I'm going to call that a win. <laughs> yeah, and if you guys have any questions or want us to dive deeper on a specific topic that's related to back to school, there's so much that we could unpack. But... You know, we only have a a short episode to get through things. So we wanted to try to give you guys insights on a lot of things. All the things. And if you have additional questions, shoot us a message. Our Instagram is at stepmonsterpodcast. You can also email us if you don't feel comfortable uh, DMing on Instagram or you want to just really dig in on more back and forth. Our email is stepmonsterpodcast at gmail.com. And we also offer one-on-one coaching sessions. If you really feel like you just want that individualized attention, we are here for it and here for you. Thanks for all the support. Love you guys. Love you. Bye. Bye.